What's on the menu for today? Do my laundry, get my mind erased. On a scale of one to five, do you get enough exercise? I can't help myself when I'm off the rails. Boom. Uh, Thursday episode. Top 10 came out on Tuesday, so, you know, we, we already had our episode recorded and out. Uh, so we're going to talk about it here before we get into previewing this week's OUA, uh, including our OUA preview, and then we'll talk yeah, about Yeah, we are it. actually going to add that thing in there this week. We're not going to make you go listen to another podcast, plug uh, ourselves three times in a week. While Connor also is having some madman... R- uh, rants about getting back on a bicycle for those that have been following the podcast and Connor's chronicles with his leg. Uh, it was a bicycling accident that injured him in the first place, and he is going back tonight. I guess we got we got an update on the uh, on the U Sports oh, betting dude. lines, or not the U Sports betting lines, the the Connor's knee betting lines. Oh yeah, no. So everyone was wrong. Nobody won except the house. The house always wins. House won. Yeah, tough uh, one. Well, not, not for me. Won- what ended up happening to your leg? Uh, here's the deal. No tears. You're all wrong. House wins. Um, there's still like a little bit of a, a, like a fracture in there, like a deep fracture in there. Uh, <laughs> it's on the tibia part of my knee up top. So, so Connor, no, that'd be your femur is up top, buddy. No, it's, it's on the top of my tibia. The, the oh, fracture okay, is on okay. the top of my tibia. Um, so in all fairness, did you even think it was broken? No, no, because they didn't so x-ray we and they're like, well, nothing's there. But like it was the size of a like nearly a basketball when I went in the first two times. So I like, can't blame. So uh, the house won, but the house also didn't put up odds for broken bones because Connor was not feeling like he actually broke anything and they did x-rays. So well, we and the diagnosis, like the, <laughs> not the diagnosis, but like when I was giving the nurse my symptoms, she's like, oh, you tore something for sure. Like at least your meniscus, that's dead sign of that um yeah but no house one uh i'm thankful so i just have to wait like i guess at this point it was six to eight weeks like any other break but uh no cast nothing like that because it's not weight bearing so they basically just said don't go for runs and you'll be all right just nothing impact <laughs> so on that note connor there is something that is broken other than your leg uh the U sports top 10 what in the actual effing hell is up with this list? Full disclosure, Connor and I are not voting members of the eSports Top 10. Otherwise, we would not even be talking about it uh, because that would be a confidentiality breach and uh, just doesn't sit right with us. So 1 uh, through 10, we go Western, Sask, U2M, Laval, Queens, Regina, X, Mount A, Ottawa, Guelph. Off the top, Connor, I look at it, I see the top seven, and I say, yeah, that probably isn't going to change much. Uh, Regina might not lose unless they place, until they play Saskatchewan. Uh, X should be the reigning power out in the East. Laval will not surpass Montreal until they beat them head-to-head, but those two should stay three and four so that they can flip interchangeably. Uh Western Sask, one, two, yep. And Queens at five, perfectly fine with me. Uh, the issues that I start to have are the bottom three teams. And, you know, that's where there's up for the most debate. But uh, this debate is just beginning. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, those are probably, like, 
the seven best teams in the country right now. Yeah. Um, I like this top seven. Good job, voters. <laughs> you got seven out of 10, 70, 70%. It's passing. I don't know. Like, I think Mount A deserves a spot. I certainly do. Um, I think like it's, and it's so tough. It's so hypothetical to think, cause you look at the list and you're like, Oh, I, I think Ottawa would beat Mount A head to head in a matchup, but I guess that's not really what it's about, but I don't know. Like, I, I think Ottawa maybe could slide in up at eight Mount A, maybe 10. I don't, necessarily know if Guelph slides in there at one and two. So, I think there's some other maybe AUS OUA looks that could go that way. That is my beef with the list is Guelph. And it's not because I don't like Guelph. It's just because Guelph has been a hot mess this year. They played Western. They didn't have know what to do at quarterback. They honest honestly I think they had a punter at quarterback because they were just throwing arm punts into the secondary all game. Uh second game against Windsor they got gashed for like what 300 yards rushing. Joey Zorn himself almost had 200. Uh, and then they come out last week against a one and oh Waterloo team. They're down big, they come back and they win it at the last second. We don't know how good Waterloo is, and that that is my biggest pause is the fact that you know what they they beat York. They had a bye week and then Guelph had to take them to the limits. Waterloo might be a good team. They might not, but the competition we have seen them play against to me has not warranted a top 10 vote. I think for Waterloo, I mean, talking about Waterloo this week and next week are going to determine what Waterloo really are. And by then, sure. If they come out of this one and one or, one or yeah one and one with like a, a tough loss to western sure um but i i don't know man guelph right now to me is a lot of figuring it out i think a lot of the bottom of the list is a lot of figuring out so it could go really any single way but guelph to me has shown one great game among three that they've had which sure not a large sample size i think guelph might be again what like but waterloo it- trending in the right direction but i don't know if that's top 10 worthy for them yet but is it a great game if they give up 35 points and it comes down to a last second score? I is guess no, like, not from not it's from not like a, a dominating team. win. No, it's a good comeback and it's a great game for us to watch and talk about. But in terms of evaluating this team as a as a top 10 program, I find it really hard to do so. Um, like I almost want to say, like, if you're going off of because I feel like what they did with Guelph was Guelph has been good traditionally. So let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they're getting this thing together. That raises a really interesting argument then. Can you give the benefit of the doubt to a program because they have a, because they have a tremendous coaching staff? No, because to me, Carlton's two and one. Carlton has a win over McMaster and a win over York. People are going to say something about the win over York, but I mean, they, it's a team that, granted a spot to McMaster last week, Mac beat York, got put in the top 10. Okay, Carlton went out, beat York, and they get surpassed by a team that's below 500. If you want to point at Carlton's one loss against Toronto, uh, Windsor's one loss to, <laughs> to or Windsor, sorry, Windsor beating Guelph, to me, was a way worse loss if we're grading on quality of those. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I find myself siding with you. I just thought it was an interesting interesting point to raise. It really is. And you, you 
I think early in the year, you really see that it, it comes back to a, well, we know this coaching staff's really good. We know they're talented. They just, they're just one and two. Okay. Well, who have they lost to? Well, they lost to Windsor and Windsor's traditionally not the best team. So do we want to just kind of overlook that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. And in that, in that case, they're top 10. And that's, uh, that's where it gets interesting to me. I, I, I think you're right with Mount A deserving a top 10 spot. I don't think that's going to last as we move forward into this year, no matter how Mount A's record fares out, unless they go undefeated in the AUS. I agree. No, I agree. I think Mount A has shown some really good things early in the year to be deserving of an early top 10 spot. Um, like yeah, if Alberta I mean, wins if Alberta wins this weekend, I'd put Alberta in the top 10. Absolutely. 10. Absolutely. I Alberta know they're playing shown, Calgary, but put them in. I, I was just going to say, that's the difference for me right now between a Mount A and an Alberta is Mount A has shown flashes. Alberta has shown game tape. Well, Alberta is one and one. They, they don't have... But like to they, me, I've seen more, I think, out of Alberta as a team, as a unit, than I have thus far out of Mount A. Yeah. Well... On that note, there's lots of games that are going to sort out these rankings uh, for us this week. Like if Carlton beats Queens, they have to be in the top 10. If Laurier beats York by 40, by rule, they have to go into the top 10 because McMaster beat them by 38 and got into the top 10. So uh, honestly, though, if Laurier actually does come out and win, I, I jo- half joke about that, but I, I'm half serious as well. Like if the Golden Hawks come out and pound them, into oblivion. Laurier would people, have a dang good argument to make. There would be people that are like, well, they're two and one and they're only lost against Western. They've got a really good coaching staff, really good, talented defense, young quarterback. They'll probably slide up into that top 10. And there's where the benefit of the doubt argument comes in. Like if you got well, a guy like Falls and a coaching staff like Falls, I mean, come on, are you looking at that going, okay, it also like helps that Ottawa and Guelph. Oh, oh, okay. I'm going to say this, and then you can talk about how Ottawa is disrespected on the gra- – well, missed on the graphic. Uh, <laughs> if Ottawa beats Guelph or Guelph beats Ottawa, the other – like, the loser of that game gets taken out of the top 10, opening a vacancy. Yeah. Oh, there's so many variables, so many hypothetical situations that have to fall for things to go this way or that way for a certain team. But, yeah, you alluded to it. Um, Ottawa is 2-1. and one. They dropped one to Queens, a good game to Queens, but – uh, yeah, uh, they are actually two and one on this season, but have a chance to push it up to three and one. Win over Guelph. That'll be a good one, man. And, uh, and that's a great spot. If you guys want to get in and get some of the best coaching gear in the world, head over to fox40shop.com, enter the code CFP15, get 15% off your order at the Worldwide Leader in Whistle Tech. Connor, we're going to leave it there and we're going to jump right into the OUA preview where we talk about the GGs and the Griffins. What's on the menu for Welcome in. It's week four, halfway in the OUA season. Uh, things are starting to get a little bit more clear on the playoff picture. We know there's going to be a log jam in the middle, but the top is definitely starting to separate itself. The reigning top dogs, the Western Mustangs, are on by this week, but we still have five games of action. Uh, Connor? We're going to start it with your alma mater, so kick us off. Yeah, the Guelph Griffins taking on the U Ottawa GGs. I'll start with Ottawa. I'll give you Guelph. <laughs> I think that's an easy one. Um, 
How do you match up against JP Simakinda? He has been kind of the identity of the Gigi's offense. Now he has been able to let Ben Miracle open up and throw it a little bit, but still he has been the guy that you need to stop. So how does Guelph's D take care of him? And then what are you going to do to counteract James Peter and TK Kevin Victome on the back end of the Gigi's defense? They're solid across the board. It looks like this year. Well, Guelph, uh, Second worst run defense in the country. I know the Windsor game kind of slants those stats and they played against Western. Uh, But if you're Ottawa, you're going to have to start to target them with that ground game and go from there. Uh, For Guelph though, Jake Helfrich, uh, the quarterback who started last week's game uh, for his first start of the year, all of a sudden they go from what's our quarterbacking situation to Oh, wait, we have the player of the week. Uh, 370 yards, four total touchdowns. Like you said, TK, James Peters, uh, they have been in charge. How does Helfrich attack this Gigi's defense? They got a strong front seven too, good pass rush. So I- I'm curious to see how it matches up there. But we got five other games to get through, and I can't spend too much time talking about uh, the school I went to. So we got to move on. Mac, Waterloo coming up. Both these teams, it was kind of like grinded out games last week that they just didn't really come out on top of. So off the top, I guess we're both curious to see how these teams bounce back and who is going to claw for the win. Well, for Waterloo, this is an interesting one because we saw them play York week one. Then they had that early bye. They came back last week and lost a last second game to Guelph. Uh we need to see who Waterloo is. This is one of the teams that we still aren't quite sure of yet. We know that Mr. Cabin, the heir to Trey Ford's throne, uh, he's been fantastic. Seven touchdowns, second in the OUA uh, for that mark behind Evan Hillock. Uh, but he gets to go up against one of the veteran quarterbacks in the country, which is Andreas Dueck. So uh, we get a nice rookie versus vet kind of game, but I'm interested to see how the young quarterback responds. Yeah, and he does have some talent, some weapons around him that makes his life a little bit easier, right? Like his receivers lead the league one and two in receiving yards. And then Nick Seward does his thing too. A couple touchdowns. He's had two great games on the ground as well. But Mac, Mac in their own right, Duak, man. Efficiency, high efficiency guy. Yeah, and with Jackson Cooling and Jacob Patton, I mean, he's going to have the weapons that Andres Duak, that is, uh, he's going to have the weapons required to make anything happen in a game. It's, it's just whether they put it all together in all three phases of the game uh, that determines Mac's outcome. Certainly. Well, I, another one, I don't mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm looking forward to all these games, but geez, <laughs> there's some good ones, good ones coming up. Uh, yeah. Let's go Lori at York. Uh, we saw them win a close one against Toronto. Uh, so they are one and one. I think Laurie is going to be a tough out for everybody this year. Uh, York, meanwhile, special teams killed them last week. Their own turnovers, their own fault. Uh, then they had a punt block, punt return for a touchdown. Just I want to see them clean up the self-inflicted wounds. I mean, they have unforced errors in baseball and tennis. Uh, football doesn't really keep track of them, but York is certainly – uh, done that so let's see I want to see York clean it up because they show some promise uh, each week they had a huge touchdown last week uh, that gave them the lead right out of the bat it's just uh, after that they shot themselves in the foot and were unable to keep that lead 
Yeah. I mean, there's oftentimes when I'm watching the York games back, like there's, there's moments and drives where I'm like, Oh, and then I'm like, I wish, wish you could have sustained that a little bit longer. I wish you could have built on that, but there's, there's always moments. There's always flashes. So I guess, yeah, for me going into this week with York, it's let's some of those O's and ah's let's turn them into drives and touchdowns here. When you have, whether it's even, it doesn't have to be touchdowns, but when you got opportunity to put the points on the board, leg touchdown, otherwise throw some points up. It's been, it's been crucial. All right. Talk to me about the Laureate Golden Hawks, Connor. Taylor Alguzma has been uh, slowly improving, but what else are you looking for from Michael Falls' Golden Hawk team? Steady growth. Steady growth, man. That's all I want to see out of both sides of the uh, both sides of the ball, offense and defense. I mean, yeah, you hit it off the top. Elgersma has delivered. I'll say he's delivered through his first two games, done things the right way. I kind of want to see him open it up a little bit more now. We saw that long touchdown to Ben McAlpine. Um, selfishly, selfishly, I want some shots. But no, I mean, I also want to want to keep seeing the success from Tanner Elmas on the ground because he looks like he can be a weapon, especially around the goal line. Carries the ball hard. Yeah, and I mean this Laurier defense, Connor. They they kind of made it a one-dimensional side for the Toronto Varsity Blues. So uh, they are going to look to impose their will as well. And we know when it comes to the CFL draft, there just seems to be one Laurier Golden Hawk every year. And the last couple of years has been defense. They've been turning them over. Uh, let's look at I think the game of the week this week. Uh, the Carlton Ravens at the Queens Gales. Uh, they were one of the teams that tried to challenge Queens last year in the OUA East, but they didn't have Tanner DeYoung. And this team has a new identity, old faces, and they're ready to make a challenge, I think. So uh, there's a couple questions for me. How does Carlton stop the run? We saw Toronto run for a lot. Uh, then they had a big confidence boost last week with York, uh, having all three phases contribute to scoring. Uh I, I, that's my question for them is how do they stop souls and company in the run game? Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, but when you look at both sides of this matchup on the ground, it's going to be tough for both sides of the ball. You mentioned souls. I mean, he has 96 yards per game. Ferguson, on the other hand, 90 and a half per game. Souls is three touchdowns on the ground already this season. Uh, it is going to be a battle. I think it's going to be ground game and defense. I think it's going to be kind of, last score wins and i i expect this one to be a pretty close i don't want to say low scoring but like 1917 type game well let's not let's not also bury the fact that we have two east west bowl incredible quarterbacks absolutely Uh, but both have been looking downfield quite a bit this year and each game seems to be a new highlight real catch coming out of carlton uh at this point can't anyone stop kasim ferdinand uh that is the question that has yet to be answered Queens will look to do it with their uh, stout DBs like Keegan Vanek, uh, Ethan Martin, but uh, certainly looking forward to that one at Richardson. And last but not least, Connor? The Toronto Varsity Blues, your Toronto Varsity Blues, the Windsor Lancers. Oh, man, not not quite uh, as long a road trip as, as everybody else might have to take, but nonetheless, the road trap. It is a Windsor road trap game. Uh, first of all, for U of T, uh, Adam Williams. This guy might be one of the best running backs in U sports heading into this upcoming CFL draft. Yeah. Uh, he is super talented and catch the ball, run with it after tough and pass pro. Uh, I want to see him get back on track. He had under 50 yards last week on the ground. 
uh, added a couple of receptions as well. But I want to see U of T really get after Windsor on the ground and with Joe DeMora going back to where he used to coach, uh, I think there'll be an extra motivation to do so. Yeah, no, there certainly will be. Uh, man, Adam Williams is certainly fun to watch. Kind of some some Adam Mackart vibes there, if, if I may say so. <laughs> uh, just in the ways that they use him, right? Like, he just does so much for that offense. Um, yeah, going to, going to the Windsor, Windsor side of the ball, they got a pretty dang good running back in their own right. More Zorn this week. I think that's what we're going to see. Uh, absurdly averaging 157 yards a game right now on the ground. Uh, that's incredible. But my question for Windsor becomes, we all know that Zorn is going to be the offense. He's going to be the driving force of this offense. So what happens if Toronto has an answer, has a counter, and all of a sudden, man, the Zorn train just isn't chugging today. Like where, what happens? Where do you become creative? Where do you go to? I kind of want to see the the next phase of Windsor's offense, I guess, because they've looked dang good turning around and giving the ball to Zorn. Like dang good. Uh, well, with that, the Windsor Lancers uh, were able to beat the Guelph Griffins. Uh, if you want to go back and check out that game and how they did it, head over to OUA TV. It is free to sign up. And guess what? You can watch all of the games we just talked about this Saturday as well over at OUA TV, free to sign up. Uh, make sure to check it out, all games, all sports, live and on demand. All right, that was the OUA preview. Uh, there will be OUA and U Sports Lines coming out this week. If you want to get in on the action for those, head over to coolbet.ca, the best sports book in the country. Stay cool, bet responsibly, must be of legal gambling age and in Canada to play. Connor, we've got other OU... We've got other U Sports games coming up this week. Talk to me about your one of your favorites. We'll go through a couple here on the Friday, Saturday slates. All right, all right, all right. I'll start, but you tell me where. Uh, Friday, Can West. Friday, Can West. I have to look at Alberta, Calgary. I got to go to the Battle of Alberta. I very much right now want to see how Calgary kind of puts himself back together, how they pick up the pieces right now that's are seemingly all over the place. And I want to see Alberta seize the moment. They've got an opportunity here to make a statement, to get a big win over the Calgary Dinos. I know it's not the Calgary Dinos of years past, but it's still in the battle of Alberta. It still means something. I think that should Alberta, like we were talking about, should Alberta get a win this week? They have an opportunity to push themselves into the top 10 and I think, I certainly think um, with a win over Calgary this weekend, it will give them the momentum to be one of the, the top three teams in the Can West this year. Uh, well, don't look ahead, but if they win this game, I believe they are actually the number two team in Can West. In the there we stands. go. Uh, Calgary, Spolatini or Sananas, uh, I, I just want to see one. I don't want to see both this game. I think Sananas is probably going to get the start. Uh, he played well against Regina down the stretch. Just one quarterback this week, please, for the Dinos. Uh, as Jabari Arthur figures out his offense uh, once again. Let's go to Saturday. Mount A at Acadia. Uh, the other games on the Friday, sorry, UBC, Manitoba, Sherbrooke at U to M. Uh, watch out for the Kings of the Hill on that one. Uh, Mount A, though, Acadia, and then... The other AUS game, Connor, St. FX Bishops. This is going to be a great 
game. It's going to be bishops, and their logo is literally B-U. If you tack on an S-S at the end of that, you're riding the bus, Connor. Ride the <laughs> bus. How can bussy? Uh, How can bussy? No, I, but in all honesty, Bishop's defense has been great. Uh, they're built around that defense uh, with the Gators program. And X is coming in with the best offense in the AUS. So it's going to be a test. Can Dave Vanden Heuvel's front five, uh, can they start pushing around the Gators and get the bus started? I'm very glad that you mentioned the defense of the Bishop's Gators. Interesting note here. Baron Miles, man, defensive coordinator at Bishop's right now after getting the boot from the Montreal Alouettes earlier this season. He is doing some damn good things right now with that Bishop's Gators defense. Yeah, they are. They, uh, they, they make teams settle a lot in the red zone. Uh, they're going to be at their toughest task, ghosts. Toughest task so far this year, though. Uh, the other games, McGill, Concordia, let's go Olivier Waugh. Uh, that one's going to be a fun game, though. Two really high-powered young quarterbacks uh, in Laton Dress and Olivier Waugh. So I'm excited to see the fireworks uh, between the Stingers and McGill in a battle for the lower levels of Montreal because we know who the kings of the hill are. Uh and the final one, Connor, Sasquatchina, top two teams in Can West, uh, both top ten programs, both top five programs, I believe. Uh, <laughs> oh no, Regina six. So two versus six in the matchups. Uh, Nias, this is another chance for just cementing his heck nomination. Certainly is. Depends on what type of game he has, and I mean, it doesn't even have to be a 400-yard passing game. This guy can go 250-2 and two and complete 15 of 20, and that's still a great day for him. But uh, I'm this is probably the game outside of the OUA that I'm looking forward to the most, if I'm being selfish about it. Uh, I've had this one circled since the start of the season. I think you have too. Uh, but it'll be a hell of a game out in the Can West. I think it's going to be – truly, I think it's going to be a dogfight. Um, I don't think it's an unwinnable game necessarily for – for Regina, but I think they're going to have to do a lot of things right. I agree with you there, but uh, being at home, I think this is actually at Mosaic, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so this one's going to be a big game under the lights, the brightest stage they've got in Can West. I'm excited for that one. I uh, hope you are too, Connor. But I think that closes out for Thursday. Yeah, I think so. I mean, got some top 10 talk. We got some OUA picks this week. Uh, certainly talking about our U Sports favorites here too. Uh, we will be back at some point with a little social hit. U Sports lines are coming back. So are we. Wade's going to hit you with his wages as well. Tell me where you can find those at. Oh, at Wade Zank, at Connor Art O'Neill, at CF Perspective. You guys know the drill by now. This has been a couple years going. Uh, but take care. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, enjoy the football games. I think I'm at queens carlton this weekend connor you're working so you're not coming with me uh if you see me bumping around richardson don't be afraid to say hi i'm just gonna be taking photos not gonna be doing the full coverage i'm just gonna take some photos and post them later that's all i'll catch you guys on social later